Oh, how good is this? Oh, how good is this? <laughs> the second uh, Thug Mills podcast. It's a band with the podcast. We are in for our uh, second go at a podcast where we talk about Garbage. Yeah, garbage. Mm, I was not the say, band. Yeah, was the I was going to say I've, band stuff. That was the first time I've ever heard your like full Italian side come out when you go, how really? good is this? I, I don't really hear how you. How good I, is this? Uh, yeah. Caprese. So your, your parents are from Italy originally? Yeah, yep. they were born there and they uh, came over here in the 70s um, and stayed over there. Do they here. still have the strong accent? My mum does. My dad doesn't. My dad Assimilate or die. Sorry? Did he do that to fit in, you know? No, uh, so he, he grew up here and in Italy because his mum is Australian. And so my... Oh, okay, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. so my grandpa met uh, her over here when he was a prisoner of war. It's at pretty, Twister. Pretty yeah, Look, yeah. Which is also at, akin to prisoner of war. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can I do something a little bit different? Because I want to go straight into band talk. All right. All know? right. Is that all right with you guys? talk about how good it is to be in a band with me oh. <laughs> because today i got offered free tickets 300 dollars seat tickets to the ufc to see ronda rousey in oh, like, yeah, yeah. i don't know if she's ever fought in australia before but it's a big it's a big thing and i said i can go but i have to leave at about 12 31 because i've got band practice and, I, mm. and they're like push it back push it back and i said no i gotta stay true to these guys They've got work on Monday. They might want to be home early on a Sunday. Mm. Does that not make me the best guy ever? I can't. Well, what did you miss? Anything? Yeah, I missed heaps. Did you see oh, people punching well, yeah. each other I in the face? Pe- yeah, yeah, yeah. UFC was rough. Um, it's a very violent sport. I don't yeah. know if you know that, but it, yeah. <laughs> but I did meet someone that we all love from the Get This program. Oh, Jeff Fennick. Oh <laughs> wow. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Did he bash you? Did he no. talk about jumping off bridges? <laughs> yeah. I don't want him to shoot you. Yeah. <laughs> no, if I got a photo with him, I'll show you later. It's pretty good. And I also met some UFC fighter. I don't know, Sergio, someone oh. who apparently his dad died. Oh. Not recently, but when he was little at a drug deal or something. Yeah. And he's still so, angry? He's, I think he's a little... No, no, he's so nice, actually. Mm. I offered him a place in my house if he, wanted, if he needed a place to crash, but so he said no. Did you go... Because you're a fan or just because you got these tickets? Or? Well, I think my friend Tom, he's like, I've got... He's a big fan, but he's friend he got his surgery moved forward to today or something mm. so he's like i can't go and i was like yeah i'll go but um check around if anyone else can do it um and can go the whole day then just go with them and he got, he rang up he's like someone will come i think karina from high tension is going mm. later and she she tagged in for me but so i just no. went because he, he knew I, I live around the corner where was eddie it? had eddie had oh, stadium oh, so i just dear. walked there it's a big industry like it was a big thing um, it's, it's sad Victoria hasn't had it before. It's a big money maker. So, hang on. So you're saying that you left something that you weren't really into and that was free and that makes you a good bandmate? Yeah, totally. <laughs> 
Totally, yes. That, that, I think that's what it was. Ronda Rousey. This is a, a big thing. Yeah, people would people were killed for that ticket. Right. You know? Okay. All right. Um, but yeah. What was the audience like? What lots of it was quite quiet. T-shirts? No, it, it wasn't as many Lonsdale and tap out. Yeah. shirts as I thought, but they were quite polite. Like everyone who was there was like, I've, some of the guys I was I was sitting with, they'd been to like Japan and all these other countries for it, and they're like, this is quieter than Japan. We're far too mm. polite. There was one guy in front of me who was yelling like, I want to see blood, but that was about it. Right. Yeah. They had the darts tournament at Etihad and it ended up in a riot and like people yeah. fly, throwing tables and chairs. What's kind of weird because people paid like you know, $1,000 for the seats at the front and they're plastic chairs. Mm. They're plastic chairs. The white, the white plastic chairs. Yeah, the white plastic chairs. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even get to take it home. Yeah, it's not even, it's not nothing like Vegas. But anyway, I just thought that made me like a really reliable good guy. Yeah, it's guy. pretty good. Yeah. yeah and I saw well. Jeff. Anyway, so you guys owe me. Big time. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so that's um, band talk for this week. Yeah. It's pretty talky. <laughs> I don't know, do we have anything to talk about this week? Um, we still have a gig, a gig uh, coming up. Yeah, what do we have? Gig. Yeah, we've got a gig. We've got mm. two gigs. Got a radio gig. Oh, yeah. Yeah, although the United... Sorry if you can hear noise behind us. It's, there's, we're at Kindred today rather mm. than Bakehouse and it's a bit noisier and people are practicing with their doors open. Yeah. Yeah. yeah cool guys. Um. Yeah, we're at 3CR, although the, you saw that United Patriots front video. Yeah. No. Just, do you want to explain, Steve, about that? Because I still don't get the point. Well, I, it's, it's like it was a sketch comedy thing. Like, these guys from the United Patriot front, like, did a video and they kind of rock up out the front and start filming 3CR and, like, this is where all, what are the, like, left-wingers and it's government-funded and yeah. this is where they, and we're going to go inside and see. And then... Well, they go up to the front door and they're like, there's no one even here. And it's like, you've got to go in the side door. Anyway, and then they finally go inside and they start talking to the guy at the reception just being like muscle, typical muscle. Boofy. A really, really old guy who's just sitting yeah, there. Yeah, just sitting there answering their questions, just talking to them like a normal person would. And mm. then one of the guys just walks off and just films through the studio. And um, but it's it's like he goes a, into the toilet at one stage, doesn't he? And then films himself yeah, in the mirror. It's, it's really it's, weird. And there's this kind of weird music. Yeah, I it was I I I was convinced it was a comedy thing, but um, I think they were for real. Yeah, and they zoom in on like some guy's photo on the wall, and then they just stop. Mm. And they're like, well, I don't understand the point. I don't know what, the, what you got. Anyway, we're we're going to do a three CR live set yeah. on "Let Your Freak Flag Fly" the day before. Our show, basically because that counts as a kind of a practice. Yeah. And um, yeah, it'll be something fun. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll listen s- to that. Yeah. <laughs> or not. You'd- I was just going to say, be, you know, 3CR, there'll be no one listening, no, so it'll be streaming. good People actually stream, no, it's kind of no, weird. It's just being mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you just go film there? Yeah, yeah I still don't know what camera. they'll... Yeah, I'll, I'll talk to Mike about that. Maybe we can ask him on air about mm. like, do they have to like ramp up their security now or... For so, us... Oh, for us, yeah, yeah because, yeah. yeah, we're a big target, I think, now for UPF. Mm. Those UPF guys are quite weird. Um, very tight shirts, you know? Mm. The less said, the better about them. I think so. <laughs> yeah, that's not I think so. <laughs> also, you need to give me Lewis's contact so I can email him and figure out, A, if I can borrow his amp on for the December 6th show at Dane Certificates and just to say yeah, hello. Yeah, you can do that. Maybe I'll give him a buzz. Yeah. You I've can. never met him. I'm getting a new mm. friend. First Jeff Fennick and now Lewis. He's a nice guy. <laughs> Yeah, we only hang out with nice guys, yeah? Yeah, well, mostly. Yeah. We haven't got a say in it. <laughs> when do you not have a say in it? At work? <sighs> yeah. Well, just for starters. you got to turn the volume yes, up here. Oh, yeah. It's a good segment. What do we got this week? I, I, I might go first this time. 
just because I just thought of mine uh, as I was uh, in the bathroom just then. I wasn't doing anything special, I was just washing my hands. And that's what I started thinking about, is that, you know, like those, 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 those little pump things where soap comes out? Mm. Um, I think the pumps uh, are tweaked uh, incorrectly and that you're getting way too much than you, what you need. I think with the, with the, mostly with those soaps, you need like the tiniest amount to lather up, and most of the time you're getting like a huge dollop of soap, and you don't need all of it, and you end up spending like three minutes getting the soap off your hands. Yeah, you just need the smallest amount. It doesn't matter like how much you just tap it, a huge dollop comes off, and I normally end up just like slinging it off my hands than using the tiniest amount. Yeah, it's, it's, it's wasteful. Well, I I think I agree, but it's like with the washing powder, yes. you only you only need to use like half the amount but it's in their interest for the, you to use like heaps of it so you gotta buy more yeah. so and yeah. it just you know yeah but couldn't I always just think couldn't they just uh, like uh, use that as a selling point that you know you're just getting enough so you should you, like still buy the same volume yeah but they do that last longer they do that with concentrated dishwash liquid and then everyone just still goes <coughs> and yeah, puts well, in there you go. shit tons of it See, I mean you agree lots you of agree it. You don't um, agree, do you? I, I don't. I don't think I have enough information because I'm not using that soap. I don't use soap when I wash my hands. Is that? Am I in a minority? What do you use? Fire. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, you don't use soap. No, Why I can't not? be bothered because I think it's that. It's so much work. I just want to get the, get out of this bathroom. Can I tell you something that might make you wash your hands? Yeah. So. Um, as someone who has a microbiology degree, um, yeah. but um, but actually, it's, it's the reason you're in the band. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, for, for this very reason um, that it isn't um, the physical act of washing your hands; it's actually the drying of it that makes them clean. So what you're doing, like if you just use water, all you're doing is actually bringing the bacteria and stuff off your hands. And if you don't get soap to kill that stuff, or help lather it off basically just sits on your hands especially if you don't dry your hands it actually there's no difference between either washing your hands or just having wet dirty hands that your your hands are still as dirty so unless you're using soap and then drying it your hands are just as gross is your life hell not having all this information like uh yeah well knowing that you know every surface is covered with bacteria i think it's reassuring you know actually to, to know a bit about the stuff that makes you but really sick. Me, isn't me not like I wash my hands, but yeah. I won't put soap on. Yeah. Like I just yeah. Then, I don't have time then, for that. then you might as man. well not wash your hands. Thank you. So yeah. doesn't that counteract your like? If I'm shaking your hand when I yeah. see you, you're like, oh, well, I've just washed my hands for nothing. Yeah. Now knowing that now, yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll still shake your hands. Oh, I'll take nice. the risk. Yeah, that's really nice. Yeah. Um, so I don't know technically if we all agree, um, but I guess. Do you, you, your thing was about... Um, it was about the, the, the amount that's pumped out. So it's, it's it, too much. I, I didn't say you should wash your hands. I'm just saying that... Um, I'd say maybe I do agree because it does sound like too much for me because... If you tried it, man, you'd realise this is freaking way too much. Well done. We're off to a All good right. start. Yes, we one out of one, out of one so far. Yeah, we're 100% so far. I'm all right. Am I going next? Okay, I, my one is... Um, uh, it's actually it's kind of relevant for our upcoming gig almost. But I, I have a term which I wish to expunge from the the lexicon as it be. Um, when bands say they're co-headlining a gig, no one's ever co-headlining a gig. <laughs> it's, it's, it's either you're playing last, and it might have been uh, the headliner is typically the person that emailed whoever and said, "Hey, can I have a gig?" Like 
So what would you would what would you prefer prefer support or I just I just well just say the bands that are playing yeah it's yeah. but it's the it's the I mean headline I think is tenuous enough for ninety yeah. percent of gigs out for there sure co headline is just um it's just yeah I agree yeah I will agree with that it's just like a massaging of egos like people think, yeah oh yeah yeah we're pretty important no we yeah, we'll play second last but we'll call it a co headliner. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to agree agree with that because I think um, I don't. I've never understood the point of like the the idea of a headliner. Anyway, like if I'm going to see a band, I'm just going to see a band regardless of where they are on the bill. Like it it doesn't fucking matter. And like, say on a Thursday night, if um, if you're headlining, it probably means you didn't book the gig, and the person that did book the gig is making you play last because everyone's going to go home. Yeah, like. I'd almost say that even like bigger bands, I don't need two or three support bands before you. Mm. Give me one and it's acoustic person so my ears aren't dead by the time I get to you. Mm. And then, yeah, I'm... Just to bring up Powderfinger again, you remember Silverchair and Powderfinger did yeah, that well, tour maybe, as like maybe co-headline? Was, I think that was but co-headline. someone still has to play last. Yeah, because didn't they alternate? No, they, Silverchair did the set and then Powderfinger did a set and then they came out and like played My Generation or some crap oh, man. together. Hey, Powderfinger... Yeah. Um, we get that you like Neil Young, all right? Yeah. We get it. Like, enough. Enough with mm. the covers. Do you know that? It still upsets me because even, like, you go see, when we saw Neil Young a few years ago and he, like, started playing Powderfinger and it's like, oh, sweet, he's playing Powderfinger, but it's still, there's something in your brain that goes, Powderfinger. Yeah. Are we going to talk about Powderfinger every week? Yes. Can we do this? Well, I think it just comes in. I yeah. Think, yeah. Can, do That's you fine. know any of the other guys' names? Middleton, yeah, Hogue, because Hogue or Hogues, because wasn't his brother on Full Metal Racket on Triple J? Oh. And there's Middleton, oh, yeah. Hogues, and then. How do you know? The guy with the hair? Drumbot and um, Fanning. Mm. Right. Yeah. I saw Bernard Fanning solo once. Yes, we Apparently, he played at the Cotton on um, Christmas party one year in a paddock. So, you know, if you if you climb to the top of the Australian music charts, mm. maybe you get to play in a paddock for the Cotton on staff at their Christmas party. Well, cool. I reckon he would have got paid for it. Yeah. In, uh, in poorly It's weird when people pants. do those, like, corporate events. They don't put it on their Facebook or, no, like, their Instagram. No, Not that I'm following Fanning on Instagram, but, you know, it's like, here's me, you know. Yeah, I don't think they're allowed to, actually. They're probably not allowed to. Why? You'd, ha- you'd want that. You want that. That's a reason to work at Cotton On, because apparently that guy who owns it is really cool, and he'll, like, come right. to my house. We've got Bernard Fanning. We've got a Ferris wheel. Or, like, I'm yeah. fully, yeah. Yeah. Mm. You know how you guys are barely making rent? Well, I'm over here. <laughs> yeah. You know, I have this shirts. room that you walk in, and then you come out sniffing. <laughs> Allegedly, so, I think we all we're all three for three. Yes. Oh, two, for, two for two. I'm going to make right, it three yeah. for three. All right? right, trifecta. This mm. um, fireworks. Mm. I think the organisers of fireworks shows are grossly overestimating the amount of attention I can give to fireworks. Yeah, mm-hmm. I reckon two minutes most, or, or or go harder, or make it in time with music, or something like that. Did you see that? Uh, I saw a video not too long ago where something. Like a fireworks display stuffed up and it all went off in like 20 yep. seconds. Yeah, somewhere in America. <laughs> it was so cool. It was just like the end of the world for 20 seconds in the middle of a lake and people standing there <laughs> yeah. kind of going, oh, and then people kind of grabbing their kids going, oh, this could go badly. <laughs> that was really good. No, the Melbourne yeah. one is really good. I like them. I mean, living in China for so many years, I'm pretty over fireworks. Like, mm. Chinese people. When they move into a house at 7 a.m., they're like, oh, I need to welcome myself and water for the evil spirits. Bam, 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 bam. It doesn't endear to the neighbours. It just makes, you know, them hate you. Can I, can I, just, oh, can I just say that I, I actually think that uh, I'm, I think they're way overused fireworks. I'd agree. Like, I, I think that, because I live, like, right near, near the city, I reckon 
once or twice a month even, sometimes a bit more, I'm hearing fireworks somewhere. Like, I, I live right near the MCG. I can hear, like, stuff on the Yarra. I can hear everywhere and all the time. Like, I, I just think it's a bit uninventive. Like, couldn't you do anything Isn't else? Isn't it a bit of a waste of money? And they, aren't it, they bad for the environment? Yeah, and dogs hate them. Um, yeah, yeah, but I don't like dogs. So that's all right. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, that's, that's all right. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I like the Melbourne ones because we're, it's right at my house in Docklands and you can see the whole city skyline. And yep. it was in time with music and stuff which was cool but I still got bored like I'm still yeah. ch- checking my Instagram feed halfway mm. through going and it's pretty hard to get cool photos of it yeah you know and you make the same noise 30 times so oh my gosh is this a, a three yeah, out of we three did it. guys we did it mm. it's a swish yes we three pointer outside we got a triple Shame Hill is yeah. back that's pretty awesome then yeah. I'm, I'm impressed with the start yeah hey you want to hear about my weekend so far alright it's been a weird one mm. Friday night um I went to the RMIT Architecture Exhibition. That was all right. I just went for free alcohol. But you can mm. just go to any RMIT exhibition and just get free alcohol, which mm. is the opening. But I mean, I got tired of looking at things. It's something like my brain. Like, it's like fireworks. I want to look at the art. I appreciate it. It's amazing how many good, like, bad fonts ruin good work. <laughs> bad fonts ruin good work. RMIT kids just get with it. Yeah. Get over Comic Sans. Anyway, yesterday, yeah. Yesterday <laughs> um, was amazing. I went to this guy's house, right? And he's a home brewer, and he makes six different kinds of beer. Oh, yeah. One's chocolate, one's like this rose beer and stuff. And then he every year he gets four of his other friends who make homebrew and they have a party. So they have and they have a competition to see who um, like which, which beer is the best. Who goes yeah. blind first? <laughs> it was it was it was pretty fun. It was a lot of families and stuff. But man, sixteen beers, all you could drink, all you could eat wow. in this backyard. And we just hung out and. Yeah, yeah that, that sounds amazing. That was Is cricket on was, in the background. Um, the, the soccer was. Oh. I was. I'm, I'm, I'm never with the boys. Like I'm never. All the boys are there and yelling, and I'm. I'm always with the girls. I'm, I'm always having a That's better time fine. talking to the girls. That's fine. I love man. talking to girls way more. Yeah, you know. But yeah, it was pretty good. We had yeah. nine hour session. Where I just yeah, <laughs> and it was with coworkers. So you know how you're drinking and you don't want to be the real drunk guy because someone always loses their their mind at a staff thing. And what happens is. I'm so, like, um, I don't know, restricted and restrained the whole t- day. The second I get in my front door, I've, I lose my mind. Like, I get, like, walk around naked thinking it's funny, and I'm, like, <laughs> lying on the floor doing the worm. Like, I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> I, just only, I, I reckon that's the closest thing to being Japanese, you know? Like, it's just, like, this release, you right. know? And then, like, I fell asleep and snored really loudly while yeah. my wife was FaceTiming her mum, okay. and it was, like, 10 p.m. <laughs> Yeah, I'm old man drunk now. It was, it was. Were the beers good? Yeah, yeah. and they were all really good. And they kind of took it kind of seriously. Like they mm-hmm. all had their own logos and people wearing their shirts. Right. And, but it was like from fridges that they're just like dodgy old, old, old fridges. Yeah. You know, mm. like. And it was kind of it was it was interesting to see that kind of subculture and that. But like you go into the room where all the beers are, and I'm just like pouring. Doesn't matter. But some guys, um, like they're they're in there for four hours just talking about hops. Yeah. And. and I go, which beer is good? Like, well, this one's quite hoppy. I don't know what that one is. Yeah. And this one's an IPA. I don't know what that is. Just which is the best beer to drink right now, you know? Were, were they um, pretentious about it? Or Not they were really. just like down to earth about it? I mean, like, yeah. Really down to earth. Because everything can be just like, we, we could have a discussion about pedals, guitar pedals for four hours. Or symbols hours, you know and powder I mean? fingers. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, but I don't know what those words mean. I still yeah. don't know what they mean. What's, I, I you know the um, pale Indian pale ales yes. got that really strong taste. Yes. What, what's that flavor? Is that the hops? Because yes. I don't like that. Yeah. That's gross. Do you actually know this stuff? Is this only your degree be, coming only, in? No, no. Uh, well, a tiny bit. Um, 
uh, cause, no, for that reason, because I kept hearing all these things. Like, I didn't know what an ale was compared to a draft. And I didn't know, like, all these basic things. And I had mm. to, I just spent like three hours on Wikipedia reading about beer. It was pretty good. And oh. now I've forgotten it all, but um, yeah. No, if, basically, for what I understood, and those guys are probably like rolling rolling around laughing at me if they're listening to the podcast. Um, it has to do with the hops and just the treatment of the hops that affects all the flavor. Like I had a beer once from this brewery in uh, Red Hill on the peninsula, which tasted like it was brewed from banana. Like it, like it was like drinking oh. a banana smoothie, but That's, a beer. Yeah. Then we asked, like, how do you make this? It's like, no, it's just the hops. You just, oh. It's just the way you treat the hops. It changes the, well, the, the, that was, the flavor. A lot of the beers tasted the same. Um, and I was like, and I said to the guy, listen, why are all beers around the 5 to 6% mark? And why don't you just do crazy stuff? Like, I want, like, mango echidna yeah. beer. Like, I just want insane I've had mango beer. It's good. Yeah, I've had it too. <laughs> yeah. but, you know, I just want something out of this world. Um, and he said, like, I'm like, why don't you make 30% beer? And he's like, oh, it just takes a lot more concentration and time yeah. to make that. Yeah. But the weird thing was, I was kind of tasting it. So I'd half fill my glass or half empty it, depending on your point of view. And then, like, some guy's like, oh, I'll try this beer. And, like, in those full German glasses, fill it to the top. And I was like, what happens if you don't like that? Yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. that'll never happen. And just start chugging it. <laughs> Brutal. <laughs> they were, like, full jumping in the deep end. And I was like, you're stuck with that for a while. Yeah. 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 But apparently over the seven years they've been doing this, like, it's changed completely because now everyone's got, like, five-year-old kids. Mm-hmm. So I was at, like, the more sedate one where right. people weren't making out and smashing candles and stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it was fun. Cool. And then I was at UFC. How was your weekend? Uh, you're, you're looking at it right now. <laughs> well, what was on Friday night? It was uh, my girlfriend's birthday. We went. Ooh, we went. How'd you go? Did you get? A good I'm still present? with her. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know, breaking up on birthdays is a really good idea. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, know, got a, I got her a present. Nothing, nothing too, too major. Um, are you not good on presents? Well, when, neither of us are. We're not like mm. we don't. Like Christmas, but because we've been together for ages as well, it's like just don't care after a while. But I said, you know, we're going to Europe soon, so I might get her something really nice there. Yeah, might. I like that. Allegedly, I like pizza. Yeah, don't write it down. (laughs) But we, it's good pizza. We all went and got Mexican, and then um, went to uh, Steve's S Dog's house and hung out. In and, the uh, shed, and <laughs> we watched some quali- uh, Grand Prix qualifying. Yeah. Pr- no, it was practice, no, it was wasn't practice. it? Yeah. Practice no, that was good. In Brazil, that was good. In Lagos, yeah, had yeah. a surprise cake. It was good. What do you mean surprise cake? Oh, well, for, for... I su- yeah, surprised her with the cake. Oh, that's quite good then. Yeah, that was all right. That yeah. Was, yeah, that took some coordination, but it was all right. Steve, how was your like, weekend? Uh, well, that that was it. Basically, <laughs> yeah. I had to be at home on Friday afternoon for um, Dante to come to over and drop the cake, the cake off, um, and then. Then, yeah, we went out and we came back to my house and then everyone left and I stayed there for the next 36 hours and, uh, <laughs> hour, and, then, and then I came here. <laughs> yeah. Were you like in a dressing room peering out the Venetian blinds at the, the street kids? Yeah, kind of actually. Because <laughs> <laughs> and then um, I, had to, I stayed up and watched practice three last night and then I got up and watched qualifying this morning. Which was pretty entertaining. Are you okay, is this a cry for help? Are you, like, no, 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 it's no. all good. It's all good. So, yeah. um, you know, I've got my routine. You get up, you start downloading the torrent, you make a coffee. Hey, what torrent website do you go to? Um, Kickass Torrent. Yes, yeah, yeah, I, I was the best one. No, yeah, boy, man. Oh, boys, I was once like you. Um, then I got cease and desist letters because it's a public one. I go to, to uh, a private oh, one really? now. It's invite only. Ah, uh, so oh, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I can yeah, never yeah. remember to like resubscribe. Yeah, you like need to. They, they, yeah, they, they'll send me emails like you haven't visited for a while. I'm yeah. like, you're really pushing me to pirate. But don't they have like upload ratios as well? Yeah, yeah, I, man. I, I'm like, I, 
I'm not doing I got, that. I got stung on that. But, yeah. you know, you just download heaps and then take away. Yeah, no, yeah, no. It's a lot of, lot of staring at transfer rates and stuff. But yeah. yeah. Anyway, wait till you get your first so you, assist. You, really? That happens? I've, I've yeah. been using it for, for years and never had it. Broad City is what Oh, yeah. Two I don't, episodes. Well, see, uh, uh, my girlfriend, she watched that stuff, but she streams everything. So only stuff I download is going to be like movies and stuff. Yeah, true. Movie. What? American Netflix? Yeah. Oh, no, no, Australian. She watched this. Oh, no, no, like, no, not legit streaming. Like, oh. yeah. So like, everyone sends me like. She watches like, everything just like, through streaming. Like, what do you, what do you, what website do you stream through? And everyone sends me something. And it's just a bunch of ads, and I can never find the play button. And when I do, yeah. it's just like, yeah. I can't maximize the window. It's just a headache. So I realized, I was trying to, I realized, I was trying to find one of those streaming sites for Homeland recently. It was just oh, yeah. started. Then I can like, play, man. I know it's on there. So I was like <laughs> going through watching this, yeah, clicking on all these fake. Click here to the thing, and it's like, no, it's yeah, another yeah. ad about some doctor telling me about he's got the cure to my problems. My problem is I can't find an episode of Homeland, and it's yeah. on the Are you a Homeland website. man? Are you? Yeah, the new series is. Man, um, my wife would would her dream is like a threesome with Peter Quinn and. Me, but I'm not there. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm late, and she, I'm like, just start without me. Like, that's her dream. It's Peter Quinn, and every time she she sees him, Peter Quinn, and every episode he nearly dies, and just you yeah. know for a week she's distraught. Peter Quinn and Carrie's got some crazy eyes. Hey, mm. yeah, yeah, she's quite good. And Mandy Patinkin, I like that. Yeah, guy. yeah, Although, that's a guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's a Broadway guy. He, he was singing and dancing. But wasn't stuff, it, no, he was in serious. Princess Bride. Yeah, I just you know. Yeah, he was like Montoya or whatever his name was. Oh, yeah. Yeah? You with it? Yep. What a name. Mandy Patinkin. Yes. Patinkin. Patinkin. Most people think of drummers as disgusting wastes of human space, and we all know they're correct. But let's take a second to get to meet the beauty within the beast on this week's Drummer's Stool. I got a new stool, you know. Oh. It works out all right. Mm. Where'd you good. get it from? How much was it? Uh, got it from Drum Tech. I think it was a hundred and something bucks, and it's really, really good. You could have got ninety if you told them. We're going to talk about it in the podcast. I know, right? No, it's never worked. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's not worked for anyone ever. Um, hey, hey, what was your first job? All right, um, it's this is not an interesting story. Unlike my last one, there's no there's no beauty in this story. Oh. But um, uh, data entry at a pathology. I got it because my I was just turning like seventeen, and my Wait, your first job was when you were seventeen. Yeah, man, I lived at home in Diamond Creek. Like I, I got like the tiniest amount of pocket money. I had, no, I had nothing to spend it on. You know, I didn't go out. What is this? I just I, I wasn't in Bendigo, man. Like like running around behind bushes. You know. Yeah, and in front of bushes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you you were safe if you were in yeah, like man. a one k radius of a bush. I'd get you. <laughs> yeah. um, yeah, so my next door neighbor um, worked at this place, and Mum's like, "Oh, you should ask her um, if they got any, any spots going." So I just went and had an interview and did data entry for like eight years. Wait, yeah. once you get something, you kind of stick with it for a long time, don't you? You're like, yeah, man. Oh, this is me now for the next five years. I don't really think of that it like that. It's just like it's the opposite, actually. It's just from laziness. Like, you know, if it works, I'm going to go with it. I think. Um, yeah, but it was good. Um, it was just basically, you know, like when you go to the doctor and you have to, like, they give you a slip of paper to take to the nurse and says, do these blood tests. So I would get, I'd look up your name, make sure it's fit with your address and, and punch in the doctor and all the codes. And then that would go to the lab and that would do the tests on the thing. How many, like, STD tests did you get to check for your, like, people you knew? Or- a, yeah, a lot. <laughs> no, well, I, I literally had the, you know, you could look up anyone. At any time, and it was allowed. There was did you look up like Ian Thorpe or someone famous? Yeah, I did look up famous people. I used to look up Wayne Carey. 
in my old job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, there, there were like, yeah, footy players and um, um, all those kind of stuff. But I can't remember a single one. Uh, all I remember is stealing uh, toilet paper, coffee and milk. Yeah. <laughs> because I used to work on like weekends and this is when my uh, my girlfriend was living in a shared house and everyone was way too lazy and or uh, hungover to go to the shops um, and I'd just come home with uh, some milk and a tin of uh, Nescafe. And you're the hometown hero. That's right. Yeah, yeah, living it up. That's pretty good. Yeah, it was all right. But like I... St- I, I still think data entry is like someone gives you a piece of paper and yep. it's got a bunch of numbers and you go, yep. they go, put that on X out and you're like, all right, well, you've obviously printed it off. I don't know why you just didn't keep it there. And <laughs> you just bang it in. I've yep. never had a data entry job. Like, so all oh, right. Know. Well, this one was like the, the toughest part was reading doctor's handwriting and being accurate because uh, you have to do so many of those slips per hour. And I, I ended up being like the fastest person just because I, all I wanted to do was just get through my shift because it was Did so Did you ever have boring. like a stressful day? It became stressful because what they started doing was closing different departments, and we'd because there was like a call center part, and then there was a data entry part, and then they merged them. So while as you're entering this stuff, you would get a call from like a nurse or a doctor asking for you know, can I have so and so's blood sugar results stat? Yeah, and you do. Yeah, well, the thing is, you'd end it, yeah, it was like that because you, you'd have to. Um, no matter yeah, what they say, it's like stat. Yeah. You better push your chair in. You'd have stat. really, really grumpy doctors, or you'd have like really old people asking for their um, results, and then you'd have like high have emergency you seen my stuff. Glasses? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, and they'd be call out, so we'd be calling out and giving people their results, and that became really stressful doing that and doing data entry. And then just as I was leaving, I think I picked a really good time to leave. We were starting to do all the nurse calls as well. So, like all the nurse, we had like a nursing section, like all the the, the uh, logistic stuff for them, like going out to places and where they'd go and hospital stuff. So I was like, screw this, I've had enough. Didn't like you run years. a fashion store for a while? Yeah, that was I'd call that's probably my second job. I don't matter. But that was like you owned it. Yeah, that's a pretty big thing. Like only yeah. a small business must. It breaks my brain. I still don't know how people get it I set still up. I don't know do how it. it did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where was the shop? Uh, do you want to just save this for another one, or do you want to get into this? Because this is a, this is a long story. This is like this is going to be the whole podcast. True. <laughs> yeah, we can save it. We'll save. Well, there's it. a bit of forward sizzle for people. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, we'll we'll leave that on a. What was your first job? Um, my first like proper getting paid to leave people's daughters alone. <laughs> yeah, it was an ag- was an agreement more than a job. <laughs> yeah. No, my first like real proper regular job, I worked at a cafe at um, uni when I was there. Are oh, you a cafe boy? Yeah. What do you have to do? I'm just making coffee and serving. Oh man, people. I, I, I so no I think what I realised this either, episode like, is I'm an idiot. Like I don't understand anything. Like I just don't get it. I still don't know how to make coffee. Like the fact that hot water comes out of that tap and you have to have it on that angle and it can spray up and there's steam, it yeah, blows yeah, my yeah. mind. I don't get it at all. I don't. I've never drank coffee in my life. I think my heart would explode. It but. probably would. Oh, you know, my first job, I I, I worked with this. The was, there was like a morning manager and a and a and an, and an afternoon manager, and I always worked with the afternoon manager. And um, then one day, the afternoon manager, she was a real cow, and she like, fell over and broke her hip one day. And so I get to work, and the different managers there, and she's and um and actually the manager said, "Oh, is it your voodoo doll?" <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, then like a couple of hours into the shift, the, the manager goes, "Oh, you can take your break now." And I'm like, "I get a break," <laughs> and the other managers <laughs> never told me that I got a break. <laughs> which um which place was it at uni? Um, Professor's Court down near Commons. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Did you guys go to the same uni? Yeah, that's where we it's, met. Yeah. Oh, this is cute. Yeah. yeah. Can I hear the the, the what's it called? Origins. Origin story. The origin. Oh well, I met 
your friends. mutual your high school friends yeah. early on um, through my they were doing my degree yeah and um, yeah and then the first time I think we actually had a comment like we I used to just hang out with my high school friends who used to hang out with him yeah and then um, the first conversation I think we had is we were upstairs at Cookie and um, and. I think I recall saying, hey, I think I heard that you like Ash. <laughs> and then we started talking about Ash and then we just became, you know, talking about stuff and then we just started basically just formed a band after that pretty so quickly. That, like, and you left the high school friends a while? Like, no, 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 no. We're, we're still, still friends yeah, with them. Yeah. We're but you guys are the link. Are you guys the strongest friendship in that group? No. Oh. oh. <laughs> Steve says yes. I say no. <laughs> no, 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 no. You want to hash this out, guys? Or? <laughs> no, no, I, I would say... From that group, there's three of us who are very close, and one that we no four of us. Well, I'd say yeah, four of us are still really close, and one like guy who like he's got a wife and a kid and everything. Yeah. And we 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 like purposely try and see him, so we'll, we'll like we'll organise pizza every I couple find, months. I and think stuff like that. I think because you guys are Melbourne boys, it's easy. I reckon being a I don't know. I feel this weird thing. I have trouble like catching up with friends or like being really close with certain friends. You know what I mean? Like especially male friends. Male male relationships are kind of weird. I reckon. Mm. Like I don't share much. I, I'll share with, with anyone, but like mm. sometimes they don't give you much. Especially those Bendigo boys, they don't give you much. And like yeah. if you kind of say anything that's a bit real, they kind of freak out and they're like, right. "Can we just talk about cat power?" I'm like, no, <laughs> you can't. You know? And it's kind of, we don't hang out that much. I kind of have yeah. like each day I see a different person, but it's like just different. I kind of fly. I'm the cameo in everyone's life. I feel. Yeah. I, th- I think it's just kind of. It's worked the way it's worked because we're all pretty relaxed people, even though we have kind of crazy friends. Yeah. Just in terms of our friends and our friendship groups, everyone uh, is pretty relaxed and down to earth. And, and not competitive? And not in the slightest. I mean, we're, we're more like, we're very, I would say, uh, someone will come up with, like, we'll think of something cool or like something cool and we'll all be supportive or get into it ourselves, but certainly not out of competition. Yeah, I, I don't think my original friendship group has that, like, yeah, they'll, they'll shit on ideas pretty Oh, quickly. really? I don't think we've and, ever and So much to us to a point where they are hesitant to start anything because I think, yeah. Yeah, I, that's I, tough. I was in a band we, we played with Against Me and... Um, this guy came out and he's like, hey man, I haven't seen you for eight years. I was like, oh, I didn't know you liked Against Me. He's like, yeah, but don't tell Sam. <laughs> <laughs> I got given a Pete Murray CD once and he didn't stop talking about it for seven years. Because <laughs> I said, I kind of like Pete Murray. You know? Oh, <laughs> uh, look, we still give each other crap, but it's it's out of fun. You know? Yeah, We're not going to hate each other because of Pete Murray, inst- but even though you probably should. But Yeah, I worked at Falls <laughs> Festival once and um, it was the first year they'd ever had the Tasmanian um, leg. And Pete Murray wouldn't get on the plane, allegedly, because he was like, because he wouldn't show ID. He's like, you know who I am. And like, we need you to make sure you're on the right Falls plane or whatever. And he's like, you know who I am, guys. Come on. And he refused to show ID. That's a big um, alleged. Would people still know who he, who he is now? Because I don't even know who he is now. Um, I think I, saw, I heard an ad for him when I was in Tasmania last weekend. And right. I think he's Just probably big. Playing in, at the Oak. Yeah, in the regionals, I would imagine. Oh, how was Tasmania while we're at it? Bro, like that was it was awesome. It's cool, hey. It's a cool place. Honestly, best yeah. holiday I've ever been on. Yeah, I don't know why. Like, did you go there just for holidays? Did you? Or did you yeah, play I, or? I got my wife tickets to Mona because last Christmas I was quite poor because my heroin addiction was just really right. flaring up. And um, so I got her tickets to Mona and just said, sometime next year we'll go. Mm. And it had twelve months on it, and eleven months go by. And yeah. Like we should do it. So we went, and it was my first experience with Airbnb, and ah. I was freaking out because we were going back and forth. And the lady was cool, and then the second I paid for it, she went quiet. 
Yeah. And I was like, yo, when can I get the keys? And we're coming soon, we're coming soon. And no answer, no phone calls, no message, wouldn't answer anything. And so I'm like, oh my gosh. So I sent her a message saying, I'm about to cancel this. This is cray cray. And then she goes, oh my God, just go all your messages at once. This is weird. And she's actually really good. I did my, right. my research and that was that worked out really well. And right. I had two cats sit on my lap. Two cats, right, they yeah. both just jumped on my lap. That's, good feeling. Yeah, I've never had that before. <laughs> yeah. And um, then... Um, like we had a hire car and like, it was just so much easier. we got a free upgrade and, and things went well and I said yeah. to my wife what do you want to do and she said oh, I'm tired of like animals let's go nature so we just went like mountain we went down mm-hmm. like the the rivers and saw waterfalls we went into Hastings Caves which was cool like right. they turned the lights off and then for like two minutes your eyes never adjust it's, mm-hmm. it's pitch black how often are you in pitch black yeah, you know that's unless awesome. you listen to Metallica you know that's a so, real, real <laughs> despair did you go like that west coast I I because I only know that because people have said that, said that to me. Like, the, like I don't know north. Uh, I don't know my, my north right. and east and west south and west. west. It's like, well, if you're in Hobart, that's the east side, basically. Mm, I, I don't know how that works. <laughs> I, I, I still, and this is true, I still feel north is wherever I'm facing. Mm, like, I yeah. still haven't figured it out. I still don't know. Well, that's, that's the thing that freaks me out. Like, like Americans are always, that's, they're all, they use those Cartesian directions all the time, like, you know, south, but... We never. I rarely ever use it in a, in Melbourne anyway. Yeah, and when I um at festivals, I always you try and put your tent so in the morning it's going to be shaded <laughs> by something else. But you always arrive at the festival. And I'm like, I don't know which way is which. And like, <laughs> just, yeah. We once tried to set me and my friend tried to set up a tent at a festival for hours, and we just gave up. <laughs> we slept under gazebo cloth. It was embarrassing for all involved. We could, and I'd stolen that gazebo as well. And we're like, this is going to be the best, and we couldn't figure out anything. Yeah, useless. Dante went to a festival without tent poles once. Remember that? Yeah, that was a fall. Yeah, that falls. That's a swag. I think yeah. it's yeah. We actually we, we went. We actually uh, borrowed a, a tent off uh, S. Clark, and um, she forgot to put the poles in. And we rock up and we set it up and we were try to. She set doesn't it up. like poles that much anymore. Hey, <laughs> and um, <laughs> so what we did, we opened the boot of my hatchback and then literally gaffer taped the the tent cloth to it and then pegged in the other end oh, yeah. to the ground and just slept in the back of my car and then thankfully she was coming on the next day on like the Saturday or whatever and brought the poles so we had a tent we, we had a friend um, Sputank and he he parked his car on a hill and walked into falls and then when he went to get his car they'd smashed all his windows and stolen his car battery what yeah people just oh. got there and just thrashed things it's really weird that's why you don't go to falls yeah well a bonus you know you're an adult when before uh, this yeah. is a bit of a, a pre-cum the um festivals hey yeah they kind of suck don't well they? Oh, Steve's a huge o- overnight I'm, festivals I'm, I'm over it anyway but I'm over it yeah no I still love it well, yeah. which festivals well I'm going to I've got I'm doing the Meredith and Golden Plains this yeah, year yeah they're adult festivals though adult festivals they're a bit oh more like so the single day festivals oh yeah. I, I just find them tiring and sleeping and I just I don't know I think I'm getting old and crotchety I guess yeah well, gonna get, well getting old and crotchety I just I, lineups at festivals these days typically aren't enough to keep me entertained anyway mm-hmm. yeah <sighs> no, we can have a whole episode on yeah, that we, actually yeah. just me complaining about bitching about um, music and festivals yeah. you got to tick so many boxes now you got to try and get every audience in you know yeah isn't that crap yeah I do the worst party music yeah the worst like, thing is that is the like uh, you know after whatever it is 2am just yeah. the doof after that this is like you're allowed to have a dance to rock music you know why does it have to be dance dance music like mm. why it's for the pingers it's for the people on the pill yeah but I it's reckon. even better when there's when it's rock music yeah. I mean not to be, not to just to espouse my biased idea but um like if you think about 
all those classic festivals like Woodstock and all those ones, Isla White, they had music all night and it was rock bands all night. Like, yeah. which band doesn't like yeah, want to play all it too, bands you know what I mean? played all night at Woodstock because it was like so poorly organized and ran so late. I know, but that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. That's, <laughs> fine. that's, that's good. Like bands playing at 2 a.m. You know, yeah, yeah yes. how what yeah. this is actually this is a big thing. I've been thinking like, how wild would it be now to get to see a rock and roll band at two or three in the morning? Yeah, at and, and you've like got to consider you have like all those bands coming from the states, they're probably going to be more awake as well, like jet lag wise. Oh, like, wow. it's probably going to be their you know, their. The, the midday is, is our, like, you know, three in the morning, whatever it is, you know. Nobody likes you when you're 23. What the hell is wrong with me? My friends say I should act my age. Oh, what's my age again? I still feel so stupid from our last episode where you made a joke and I'm mm. like, I didn't <laughs> get it. That's, that's, it's going to be all of these, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I usually usually I, I pride myself on at least pretending I know what's going on <laughs> with jokes. But this one, I was just like, no, I think you're fine. That was a popular song. By the way, Mark Hoppus got together with Travis Barker, and yeah, you know what? I think that first chord you play is actually really similar to that first chord in Hard Day's Night. Well, there's only so many oh, chords. No. I think it's a G. Why? Oh, that's what I did. Do you want me to play? Yeah, it play again? it again. I'm probably wrong. Yeah. All right. Just hard I mean, not it. exactly the same, but it's. Sim- I, know, I know that's a really weird chord that's played. That no, yeah. this is just a G you, or oh. a C. Maybe it's just the way it's recorded. Yeah, just genius. Nobody likes you when you're first, first one. Sorry. Did you see it? No, I'm thinking of Wonderwall. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a G. <laughs> I, I saw an article not too Some some guy had like figured out exactly what that mm. chord was. Did you see that? Yes, and, and I heard that, and I don't think I still don't think he's right. I think he's he's on it, but I think um, it's not it. Can't. There's something. There's something, and it's probably just the way it's recorded. It makes it, which makes it sound different. Paul McCartney would know. Can't you just ring up and he'd tell you over half an hour? Uh, I think that's actually been brought up, and he. I think he's said what he thinks he, it is, but I don't I think. Mean, well, he I think it. Yeah, is. exactly. I, when I was when I told John to play that chord. Yeah. I think I don't know who plays. See, that. John had the chord, and then I suggested he play yeah. it. That's the weird thing. Like, I, if I play a D, I, I rarely put Ds in my songs because it sounds too happy, like too camp and stuff. But other people have Ds, and they sound amazing. Like, what? How do they make that sound like dark and kind of a little bit angry? I still don't get it. And sometimes in songs they sound fine, and then you play it by itself, it sounds different. So maybe that guy was right. I play. Yeah. In a, one of my bands is pretty much all D. Mm-hmm. Actually, dumb numbers. The tour I did mm. recently, I was playing like pretty much just D for three of the four songs. <laughs> just the fifth fret. Uh, oh yeah, but you can move it around. There's a couple of D's. <laughs> <laughs> the D spot. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, this week on um, uh, you know you're an adult when mm. when you see someone riding their bike and their handlebars have their helmet on it. Yeah. You know. There was a point where that was like the, the ultimate sign of a rebel. And now I just look at it and think they're sad. I'm like, don't you feel comfortable enough to wear your helmet around? Yeah, um, I would say that's something. I mean, yeah, if you're, wearing, if you're riding a bike, wear a helmet. Yeah, I, I landed mean, on my head once riding a bike. And, uh, now, I, I, now all I can play is D's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't be like me, kids. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I'm... I'm I, it's just, it's so. I, I was actually arguing about this with someone on Facebook. This is when oh, you know you're hey, not an adult. You know, arguing on Facebook. I know. This can I was, only go well. I, but as, I was like, you have to li- see, this is where it starts. I'm entitled to talk about this because I had a dumb bike accident once and I landed on my head. Thus, listen to me. But um, like, if you're going to ride a bike, 
just wear a helmet. And all these arguments about that it discourages bike riding and that the, it <coughs> creates risk behavior and stuff, that's all invented by idiot researchers creatively looking at statistics. I mm. guarantee you. I like, I don't, 90% of people... I like people, that, that <laughs> argument that, you know, if, that, that you know, it's too much effort to... Uh, to bring and wear a bicycle helmet when you're bis- when you're cycling, like it's the most effort you can have for transport, but you can't be bothered putting something on your head. Yeah. Like I I'd, we had a friend who got hit by a car, proper hit, and I mean like yours. I'm not saying yours wasn't a proper hit, but like mm. she, she got she got real. Um, she, yeah, she hit the. She was wearing yeah. a helmet, hit the, the the pavement real hard, and had like brain bruising and stuff like that. Yeah. And she'd be. She wouldn't be here if yeah. it wasn't for a helmet. So yeah, well, I've never looked at someone riding a bike and being, and they've got a helmet. Like, oh, look at that dweeb, you know. I've never like yeah. yelled out "poofter," which is a Bendigo way. Yeah. When I see someone with a helmet, and then you see people, kids and adults with their helmet on the handlebars, like chill out, guys. Like, put it on your head. You've got it. Yeah. You've got it already there, and I feel yeah. sad. So I think that there's a, there's a line because I remember being in high school. There are two things that I, I'd like to talk about because I remember seeing guys. There was a bad boy. And he, he, his name was Brad, and he never wore his helmet. And I'm like, that guy's the coolest guy ever. <laughs> and once, he got stoned at um, before our social, right? And he got real high, and he vomited and stuff. Oh, no, we've got an intruder. That's how you ruined Christmas. Right. Um, and um, he got real stoned, and then vomited, and they sent him home. And the next morning... There was a rumor like Brad's still stoned, Brad's still high. We didn't know what it was. So we were just like, oh and he was like walking around and he like punched a wall and he was like yelling abuse to everyone, like, what are you looking at? And then like he got called to the principal's office again. But he was faking it. The next morning he was faking oh, it. Right. Like you don't get super aggressive when you're stoned. Anyway, he wore his helmet on his handlebars and I thought he was cool. Yeah. You know? And then I, it was probably about 10 years before I saw someone else do it. But yeah. Yeah. But anyway. it's kind of like, it's, I don't think it's that cool because it's like a sign that your mum still wants you to take your helmet. But so yeah, you know, if you're a real badass, yeah, you everyone just tell, look how tell badass they are. Like it's right, it's right on my handlebars. Everyone can see it. That's true. I reckon. I reckon they're the same people who are against childhood vaccinations. Maybe you know, like you know, like I don't need a helmet. Like I've never seen anyone be injured in the head. It's like the same people who think oh, I've, never, I've never seen anyone with polio. So yeah. why why vaccinate? The same people that complain about um, speed limits. That's right. Apparently, if you, if you want to get a speeding fines, and you know this because you're Dr. Ashbolt, yeah, yeah, yeah. you can say, can you show me the um, uh, the speed test thing that you actually did? Because you need to prove that this speed limit is the safest for this road. And a lot of councils, they haven't done that. That's like 60, 70, that's what it'll be. And if you can prove that they haven't done the appropriate mm. testing, which is mandate, or maybe not mandate, but encouraged, then you can say, well, I was going 80, but that's... Te- like, if you look at the results for that yeah. test, it would show that 80 is fine. You know what? I, I almost... I almost pulled that off once. What? Uh, but I was, it was when I was... Save it for seven, drama still, man. Seven, Sorry, we don't have okay. time. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, that's all right. When I was 17 uh, and I was going to pick up my sister from the city and I was just... It was just like, it certainly wasn't safe and I don't speed anymore because like, I had like two tickets in my life and they're like, that's enough. Like, I'm never doing this again. And it's not safe anyway. But um, who did... I was... You're at Hooters. I was, I was, I was at Hooters. No, I was... Over um, one of the um, the bridges over the Eastern Freeway, and there's like no houses around or anything, and it was it's a, it was a 60 zone, and I went around the corner at, uh, at 60, and then sped up to the the on ramp, um, and I was going like uh, 87 or something, but over like a 200 meter, you know, bridge. Anyway, so cops uh, were there, and I was just saying, you know, like at this 
I was just speaking to her, um, the cop, and she's like, well, there's no one around, like, you know, it's, I know I was speeding, but never done it before, and, you know, I don't see, the, the, you know, anything wrong with it. And she's like, well, you, went, you were going 60 around around that bend before the, the bridge. And I'm like, well, it's 60 there. And I'm like, and she's like, oh, yeah, but uh, the road can't handle it. I'm like, the road can't handle me going 60 around it? And that was her reason. And then the, the really uh, overweight uh, cop, like beefy old guy got out of the car and started walking towards the car and he's like anything wrong here and I'm like nah just give me the ticket <laughs> yeah yeah well yeah I know just let him just let us drive I, I'm always going <laughs> just over let us drive. <laughs> just let me go because I'm always like ten, I often am 10 over because I don't know what's going on like I'm just driving around yeah. I'm, I'm either 10 over or 10 under <laughs> but I, I will say because um, <laughs> surely all the times I'm 10 under that Factors out at times I'm ten over. Like you should, mm. you should have to go like. It should be average. Yeah, yeah, yeah. average out. You should have an average next to your speed. And if speedo. my car goes under sixty, it explodes. <laughs> <guys. Like. laughs> um, that said, um, I have noticed that watching a lot of uh, Russian fail videos, that in all of them. You, 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 wait, wait, wait! You know, You're like, watching a lot of Russian yeah, I, I, it's one of my favorite things. Like considering like funniest home videos isn't on anymore. I need my fix of people getting injured. That's not me. Yeah. And um, and. We, like Russians are mad for having uh, dash cams because everyone is yeah. really into like um, corruption uh, into what's it called um, insurance fraud like people yeah, running yeah. into your car and claiming you hit them so everyone's got a, got a dash cam and you watch these videos and it's you know a, f- a couple of seconds before anything happens and you're watching it and you go going too fast yeah. going too fast going too everyone fast needs, <laughs> everyone needs to going too fast going too fast this is just a, a new segment my hot tip for driving <laughs> like slow down and brake earlier yeah like, totally right god I so often am frightened in people's cars yeah, it's a pretty Melbourne way of driving, though. I reckon. Yeah, yeah. they just rev up and they just stop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they go pretty silly, but driving's hard. Give everyone a break, you know. Yeah. Hey, I've got. I had another. Yes, we all agree. Uh, just mm. a bonus one. Mm. Um, Do we get the sound? Yes, we all agree. The amount of people. Um, driving while on the phone or like just yeah, checking their, yeah. their phone at lights there has to be something in phones that is so addictive that this screen and people there's no subtle way to do it like it, yeah. it's so high that, and no one seems yeah. to care cops are on it but no mm. I, every red light I'm at yeah. someone's on their you, phone you can always tell because you know if you're looking straight ahead and you can see their rear view mirror you can see their eyes yeah. just darting towards their yeah. crutch it's like no well only some people's crutches are that interesting you know well I think it's like they go they go two second look two second look yeah. and then it's like there's no way out once you, once you go over that two seconds you're like well this is me for a minute now yeah. until I get honked because you're like yep look look and then you get sucked in after two seconds mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and I'm ho- forever honking people you yeah. know they're always on the <laughs> phone yeah. it's, it's a really it's a weird how addictive are these phones well, people are like playing through music through it using it as a navigation thing but Siri if you've got your if you're charging it you can go hey Siri play podcast and like nope wrong po- Siri play this <laughs> podcast and she'll do it it's pretty she, high tech she doesn't understand me that well really? Siri, is that true yeah it's it's not good generally she like, really doesn't get you at all no it must be a twinge on my is accent there, is there some reason they they used a female voice you can change it, can't you? You can. You can yeah. change the. I don't. It's kind of, I don't. I don't. I've got, I have an old phone, so nothing's going on with that. I, I don't even know how it works. Mm. Yeah. Welcome to my world. I don't know how anything works, yeah. <laughs> except I know how one thing works. But you were smashing you, Steve's oh, yeah, right. pumpkin pick. From the pump, li- we're crossing live to the uh, pumpkin. You know, patch. somebody could sit there and watch twenty-four hours a day of my band or me talking on YouTube. So there's a there's a level of familiar, familiarity that comes with that. 
this is my favourite segment. Oh by yeah, far. it's um well after I last love week. Love you get your book. Yeah, I got the book. <laughs> oh jeez. Um, Sorry, I felt uh, last week I may have been a little bit harsh on the post-1996 Smash and Conference. <laughs> <laughs> did you go home and think about I it? I did think about it. But the thing is, and then I thought about it some more and I thought, no, it's probably is right. because of what Emmy said? No, it's not just about... No, it's, it's no, 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 it's different. But I was just I was just thought maybe I was a bit hypercritical because I pretty much wrote off everything after August of 96, which I still mostly stand by. However, today's clip... You got to go to YouTube and type in "Smashing Pumpkins <laughs> you go. Live," and it's seven thirteen two thousand webcast. Um, so it's from two thousand. It's actually, and again, there's a bit of a. It's it's you know, don't be confused, people. It's, it's <laughs> <laughs> see that's that's the date that it was broadcast on the web, and it's actually a gig from twenty third of May in two thousand. The Universal. What's wrong with these Smashing Pumpkins fans uploading things? They can't get the dates right. Yeah, I, it's well, that, there's there's enough resources out there so you can figure it out when there are mistakes. But this this, this <laughs> so this, you're not trusting them when they're doing it. Oh well, it was obviously wrong because the, the, the well this tour they did the US tour in April of May in two thousand on the Machina album. And uh, uh, so this and this this gig that this video is from is actually from the day it's in LA and it was the day that Billy announced that the brand was breaking up for the first time and he, like he did a radio interview that afternoon and then this show and the show was like a real angry heavy brutal show it was a really good one um, uh, and unfortunately the video is slightly cut down from the full gig but if you go to archive.org you can hear the whole thing there's, there's two or three recording sources but anyway so um and then the song i really wanted to put keep listening in. guys yeah, yeah. Don't, don't drop the podcast yet and run no, to no, archive.org yeah 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 you can, you can go later it's still there um but yeah so the uh but yeah this tour they were like yeah going back to my original point um they were still good live after 1996 quite often and still kind of are depending on who's in the band and this particular tour, yeah, two-month-long tour, and it was on that Machina album, which was pretty awful, but they kind of re... I kind of like Machina a little bit. Yeah, there's... And I don't mind Adore. Well, there's, there's, oh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an Adore guy. There's bits on both albums that are good, but as a whole, they're just kind of... It's Billy's ego is taking over, and... It, um, but there's a few good songs on there, and then this tour, they ruled, and by the by the second half of this tour it was really heavy um, they did a great version of, uh, they, they were playing Bullet with Butterfly Wings into Once in a Lifetime by Talking Heads which is what I wanted to play but the, the, the cut, it's a cut down version on this video so it kind of misses the point but instead there's um, if you go to the 14 minute mark there's a song called Heavy Metal Machine track 6 off Machina <laughs> reimagined in a slightly different arrangement and it's just like really heavy and like Melissa Afterbow in the band by this point and it's kind of like just it's it's the best of like big dumb rock and roll with um, stupid big riffs and like lots of flashing why lights. Why did and when Billy announced the breakup? Why did oh two questions? Why why what were the reasons listed? And were you already a fan of the band? And how did you take it? That's three. Yeah, yeah. I, it was two. It was it was two thousand. So I'd I'd been a fan of the band for like four or five years by this point. So I was I was pretty upset. And because it's like they were meant to tour Australia as well, but it kept getting cancelled, and so it never ended up happening back then. And I was really bummed. Um, but that yeah, there was an interview where Billy came out and he just said, "Oh, you know, there's no problems in the band. It's just we can't be bothered fighting against the Britneys of the world." I don't know if you remember that quote or if it's oh, yeah. just me. Yeah. yeah. Um, but realistically, I think the truth came out later that yeah, there were problems in the band. The slash, they all hated each other, and it was basically James Ehar left the band, and um, Billy Craig took his bat and ball and went home. <sighs> all right. Well. 
Yeah. But anyway. So that, that video clip is the one to look at. Yeah, 14 minutes, heavy metal machine, <laughs> few big riffs, a lot of like I'd love postulating to go around and, and see you try and pick the one that you're looking for. Yeah. Because you obviously got them in your head. You're like, this one's a really good one. I know I need to go find it. Yeah. If you've got a spare, yeah. spare eight hours, <laughs> well, it can happen. Yeah. But what? yeah. The, and I'd then, love to see your YouTube history. Oh, it's, so um, I don't know if you want oh, to, man. Yeah, actually, it's, um, it's a little bit frightening. But anyway. Yeah. All right, well, you know, when YouTube suggests what you want to watch, and it's like, oh, you kind of want to go, you don't know me, but it's like, you do know me. <laughs> yeah, you know me deep, deep down. Yeah. Mine's a lot of Corey Taylor interviews. <laughs> um, I think we have to do some karaoke, don't All right. you? Yep, sure. I, I don't know if the the version I recorded is the best, but, you mm, know. Okay. Is this going to take us out? Yeah, we've got to go. All right. We've got, we've got hits to write, you know. Right. You know, I've got UFC to get back to. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's. I don't even know if you know this song, actually. I just like looking at the faces when you um, can't figure it out. Uh, I no, this is really familiar. Oh, you'll know it. This is the Friends thing. <laughs> <laughs> this is a bad thing, though. It does sound familiar, doesn't it? Yes. Oh, oh yeah. what is this? Oh, yeah. It's Chumbawamba. <laughs> it's oh, the oh really? He takes a whiskey drink. <laughs> it's a lager drink. He takes a song that reminds you of the good times. He takes a song that reminds you of the bad times. And then there's that lady that's singing, like, Daddy Boy. Yeah, I almost went down. No, I think they were talking about the comedian as well. I get not Yeah, I reckon um, he's talking about the comedian. I was always going to play the uh, Mighty Mighty Boss tone. Oh, I don't know a single uh, oh, impression I, that I get. Never had to knock on. Oh, that's I, I met two members of the um, Mighty Mighty Boss tones when I was in LA recently. I didn't find out till two weeks later. Someone's like, those guys were in the Mighty Mighty Boss I don't Mighty think Boss they tones. found out till two weeks later. Like, we were in the Mighty Mighty Boss <laughs> There's 14 of us. I thought it was the real big fish. I'm like, yeah, were you, that, were you the one in the film clip that did the thing that I can't really remember? Uh, when I was at UFC, there was a security guard... Um, walking out and my friend Tom knows him he's like that's that guy my friend and then I was like oh good and he goes he was the DJ in 28 days and we were like oh, oh wow yeah, and I was wondering if there's like a hardcore 28 days fan who would be freaking out looking at the big screen going there he is the DJ <laughs> yeah you know um, Chumbawamba are like a punk band and this is like a, yeah uh, like just a throwaway song they did. They throw it. They record it really well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like um, what's that band? Underworld. Have, have you heard, heard that? Um, because uh, someone, I think someone else was talking about. It. I'm like, really? Like they were a punk band? Listen to their stuff. They're like an alter- alternative punk band, and this is something they did. Mm, yeah. Like apparently, like the rest of the album that this is on is not not like this. Is that why they continue? No, they did. Schmidt. They were around. They've been around since like the I think the late eighties, early nineties. They're like have been like a long time. They're really old punk bands. One um, of those cases yeah. where you think where it's punk is just the cover for Try Hard Enough. Yep. Yeah. Well, this song went alright. What do you say? Too often people are just like, no, we're punk, we do what we want. And it's like, no, it's just doing yeah, it averagely. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I probably shouldn't start in that particular... <laughs> is, that, is that your... That's your old man rant of next yeah, week. Yeah, my old man <laughs> rant about um, what's punk or not. Well, what is punk? Oh, God knows, but it's <laughs> not what most people say it is. Just go to a punk show and they'll tell yeah. you. Yeah. The punk kids will tell you. 
little bit punk, isn't it? Isn't it more of an attitude? The way well, of life? No, it's, yeah, no it depends what clothes you wear, man. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the t-shirt you have with the, the writing on it from the hardcore band that only three people like. Yeah. And, you know, it's that half head shaved. You know, punk, you can look cool. Punk was always like, I mean, in Bendigo it was like Blink-182 and yeah. that was always... That's, yeah. that's not punk in Melbourne. Yeah, that's Not, why I haven't really no. climbed the heights of the Melbourne music scene, you know. The, the people spat though in Bendigo. Spat. If you're a punk, they, they, they do in Melbourne. If you're in a punk band, you get to spit a lot. Oh no, I've spat during shows. I yeah, don't I think I'm a punk. Yeah, but shows. on it gets people. Gross. No, I, actually, I nearly. I once at the tote, I accidentally like kind of sucked in when I was breathing, and I sucked like that gross, like stuff out of the microphone, and it tasted all. Um, yeah, it was like one of the most disgusting things that's ever happened to me, and it just like. Out of a pure response, I like stood forward and like spat off the front of the stage for some reason because I was sho- so shocked and I nearly spat right on someone that I didn't see because of the lights. Uh, That's pretty punk. That was. That was I was gross. once on a date with a girl and I had to sneeze, and so I lifted up the ashtray and sneezed in the ashtray and got the soot <laughs> and ash all in my eyes. And I still don't know why I did it. I thought <laughs> I thought I was being a gentleman. You know? <laughs> That's good. All right, well, wind us out. All right. Thanks, everybody. For listening to another Thug Mills podcast. We've got practice again in two weeks, yeah? So what are you doing yeah. next week? Do we? Yeah, 29th. Oh, 29th, yep. What are you doing next weekend? Uh, it's my weekend that... With the kids. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. <laughs>